Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third. I'm always traveling for work, but I also love to be active, playing soccer every chance I get. Finding the balance between being comfy, looking cute, and also being dressed to be active has never been easier with Viore. Viore is so versatile. It can be used for any activity, running, yoga, swimming, but it's also great for lounging or traveling. My favorite product is the pants that I actually never take off, the Women's Performance Jogger. They're designed with the softest premium dream knit stretch fabric. Viore helps me feel good about the things I buy and how they are made because Viore is 100% offsetting their carbon footprint, utilizing better sustainable materials for their products to empower your best active life. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash soccer. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash soccer. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back. Last night saw some midweek MLS action with major playoff implications at play. Here's a look at the results in the Western Conference. Uh, that match between FC Dallas and Colorado Rapids had to be postponed due to inclement weather. Vancouver get the 3-0 win over St. Louis City. Seattle Sounders, the last gap winner from Christian Roldan, gives them the 2-1 win. LAFC thump. Minnesota United 5-1. And don't look now, Austin FC 3-0 over D.C. United. Big playoff implications for both teams in that match. Let's chat a little bit about uh, Austin, D.C. It's, it's, it's wild because Austin are now currently in 10th. I mean, they were, they were dead in the water. Yeah. They were absolutely dead in the water. But this just is kind of emblematic of, of how wild these playoff races are in, in both conferences for those, those final spots because anybody is still – at play here, and it's it's crazy. So this is a major result for for Austin as they look to their final. I don't know if they have two or three. Two matches. games left. But for DC as well, they were kind of hanging around that ninth spot. And They've dropped off completely. Really bad in the last couple this of weeks. This was a the, yeah. This was a a big one for both. We talk both a lot sides. about MLS teams that sort of catch heat on the way into the playoffs and how you need that momentum in order to win MLS Cup. You absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. We very rarely talk about teams that just absolutely capitulate and DC United is looking like that team right now. Also, the, there's a free fall from the New England Revolution in terms wow. of the Eastern Conference because 
they've been a free fall down just in terms of naturally they have, though, they right? Have, they have clinched the playoffs. They've they are, clinched the yes. playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Yes. But in terms of in form, losing at home to the Columbus Crew. Now, Columbus Crew are good. I give Wil- Wilfred Nancy a ton of credit to get the most out of the squad given you sold your best player in Lucas Larion. Kucho Hernandez is still a problem against any backline in Major League Soccer, but this isn't the most convincing defensive team. Outside their attacking trio, and I think he's gotten the best out of Alexandru Matan, who is another player now with 11 assists, I believe, in, in Major League Soccer. But the revolution cannot get the tactics right. Players played out of position? Players play, playing out of position. You, you have Matt Polster playing left back, who's getting inverted. But um, the Revolution have something to, to worry so, about. Right. You DC have has more... one win in their last 10 in all competitions. DC United, this is free, a, a free sl- fall. But, this is yet, a slow still... death. Yeah, it's because they're, yeah, they're getting a lot of draws in there, know, but it is a, it feels like a slow death. And a lot of questions have to be asked about Wayne Rooney's ability to sort of coach this team at the end of the season here. So DC, I know Benteke probably would tell you he's gotten a lot from him, but yeah, I, I mean, and, and this is the thing for we're talking about Austin. They've been abysmal. They they've been they have not been good. They get this massive win against DC, who's mm-hmm. also not great, but. Now, because that's you're playing out of conference, so it's a three-pointer. It's not yeah. a six-pointer. No, and they have, now you you're said playing two matches. LAFC at home Oof. and away at San Jose, which is a, another it's very a difficult place to play. Those are those are two big games. Do you think now that the three points out of a playoff spot that they get in? Austin? Yeah. And all the pressure. That, so Dallas is right above da- them. So da- Their yeah. game got suspended. Their game got suspended. The pressure that it puts on them now. Massive because they're to three win, points. knowing that Austin. Dallas is a. Behind breathing on their neck. And it's also their in-state rivals. And they have a game in hand. They have an extra match. Okay, so let's take a look at the the Western Conference standings because Dallas is in ninth on 41 points. Austin. uh, Oh, yeah, this is the top half here. St. Louis um, has clinched. And then also a bunch of other teams have clinched. Seattle, LAFC, RSL, and Vancouver and Houston. All of these teams here. Hey, Vancouver. Have clinched the playoffs. Yes, that shocked us all. Let's go. And then here's the bottom half of the standings and this is where it just gets really interesting doesn't this look like it's upside down yeah, like some of these not, teams are the ones know, we talk about know, being at but, the top but look at this so austin sporting kansas city and minnesota all on 38 points three points behind fc dallas who are in that ninth one so if f when uh, they haven't announced when that game is going to get right. replayed that's the game in hand the one that got canceled mm-hmm. from from yesterday so but that's huge that's a huge I just, it's just points. the pressure that it puts on you knowing everybody played Austin got their points, and they should be Colorado, right? I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Should be. Well, getting a little and, bit of and, breathing room, and, and, and then those three points become Minnesota six. Minnesota plays Sporting Kansas City last game of on the season, so day. not both of them can't make the playoffs. It's not possible for uh, both of them to make yeah. the playoffs. So this decision day is going to be pretty big. Crazy. On both sides, I don't think either. I don't think either make the playoffs. You don't think um, Austin? No, Minnesota or Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City, who are outside. I think Austin Do think doesn't make the like playoffs. That? Do you think Dallas will stay in that I do. ninth and final I, spot? I think because right now, That's even though Austin get this win and it's massive mm-hmm. for them, they still have to play LAFC. I, I don't think Austin are good enough to LAFC. LAFC had not looked good last night. They they hadn't scored in right. three games last night. They dropped five on Minnesota. Buanga had trick. You know, finally had found that's that's that. Danny Buanga though. He's cold, 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 yeah, yeah, and yeah. then as hot as can possibly be. When when he's in form, it's very tough to, yeah. to question, stay with LAFC. It's a big win. It's yes. crazy because like this conversation <laughs> is all over the place with all these teams because everybody has so much 
of an opportunity and you know what is the silver lining for everybody else that's <laughs> kind of like in the red right now? That tell. Dallas and San Jose play each other on Saturday. Someone in a playoff position is gonna drop points. Oof. That is like a massive one. That is, that's someone huge. lose, they need somebody to lose. Is that in Dallas or Preferably, in it's in Dallas. Okay. Um, Where they're very good at home. Mm -hmm, they've been question, question for you, after seeing the game yesterday between the Revs and the crew, which mm -hmm. as of now, it's a four and five matchup, mm -hmm. right? Because one would play the, the, the play in, and then two would play seven, Three would play six, and four would play five, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the best. Of, you think the Revs can beat Columbus in a best of three right now? If Gustavo Bo gets, there, there's two games left, right? So if Gustavo Bo can get fit and, and play from the beginning, I, I'd say the Revs have a better chance of beating the Columbus crew. I but think in no. a best of three, right now, no. no. The crew would win. Because coaching has. has the tactics have not been where they need to be for the Revs. Dewan Jones has played left back for the past two seasons, gets a national team call up, does well left back last match prior to this Columbus Crew match. Now he's playing right, and Matt Polster's playing left. It, it, it has not looked fluid. It, it looks disjointed, and at the moment, I think the players are thinking, yeah. Also, Wilfred Nunn will figure it out over a three-game match. Yeah, yeah I, I, trust I mean, him. Cucho Hernandez is... So, so talented. Good. MLS Player of the Month. All right. Uh, let's look at last night's results in the Eastern Conference and take a look. So, as we mentioned, Columbus. More mayhem. One win over <laughs> New England Revolution. Charlotte FC. I mean, they're playing Toronto, but okay. Yeah. Three nil over the Toronto. The other Colorado. Uh, the oh, Philadelphia no. Union Atlanta United match was was wild. Three it two was Philadelphia wild. Union. Uh, the New York Red Bulls beat FC Cincinnati in Alaska. They wrote Cincinnati rotated the squad. So yes. Lucho yeah. Acosta was not on the pitch and Brendan Vasquez to start. So it's kind of like, okay, they got the win. They went down 2-0. They, they tried to get back yeah. into it late. It wasn't strong enough. But that's still a, a big three points for the New York Red Bulls who are, are trying with all they have to remain relevant in that playoff race. Orlando City 1-0 over Nashville. Orlando continued to look pretty good heading into this postseason. And then this is the one I was watching, Chicago Fire hosting Inter-Miami. They get the 4-1 win at Soldier Field. Mm. A, I think it was a record-setting crowd yeah. for 62,000. Over 62,000 people. It was. It Just was a nuts. little Dirk. Huh? Well, Derkio. <laughs> yeah, well, halftime. Yeah, Derkio, okay. Smerkio, old block in the building. Uh, it was so crazy. I don't know if you guys watched this one, but it, I did. It was chaos, but it was end to end stuff from the from the jump. And Chicago just they they squandered so much. To be fair, both teams squandered yeah, a ton Kr of Kramaski and Facundo Frias. Yeah, they, they, in they Inter Miami's down, best moment. They go down, they get back in for the penalty of Joseph Martinez. And then it felt like in that five-minute to seven-minute period, Inter-Miami were playing. Mm -hmm. they, they woke up, and they got two golden opportunities. Could have been 3-1. Easy. It and, could they, have. and they squandered. And I feel like not a bigger point was made on the handball by Chicago. Not giving an excuse because Chicago was much better than Miami. Miami without Messi has a lot of questions to mm -hmm. answer. And just they're, at this point, it's like they're not going to make the playoffs. But... The Chicago player, I forget who it was, who handled the ball, was yellow carded for literally. Yeah. That's a straight red, well, unless you think so that there's defenders coming in. I but if you're diving as a player. player but what his, I, if I recall, 
His back, his back was, was his, he his couldn't back was see. He wasn't facing the ball. Doesn't matter. He's deliberately but playing he the ball see. with his hand he can't to stop see where a, the ball a obvious. From if he's not placing, if he, it, it doesn't matter, Seuss. It's a denial of the obvious goal scoring opportunity, and you're not you're not playing the ball. You're, it's not a, a, a deliberate know. challenge for the ball. You're literally handball. I guess the ref can interpret that there's players coming in, but like, Inter Miami didn't make a big deal out of it. The broadcast didn't make a big deal out of it, but but you are. I, 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 it caught my attention because the production didn't make a big deal. I thought it should have been, it, it been a, a, a sending off. It would have changed the dynamic of the game, surely. But in the end, Chicago after those missed chances, Chicago eight. Shakiri yeah. finally came to life. I mean, he celebrated yeah, like you've been there all season, too. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, he I said, know. 62, I'm here, baby. Like, hey, here Maybe we that's are. what he was waiting uh, for. But here's the thing. And Selassie also. Maybe he's just a big little so, dirt yeah, fan. Uh, so yeah, substitute of the year. Brace for Selassie <laughs> and, and Shakiri. Here's. I mean, it's a nice finish. I'll give it yeah. to that. It, it is. I mean, the defend, defenders were running backwards and, and not really stepping up. This to was him. a nice goal, actually. It's also kind of old school to see the uh, NFL lines. Yeah. You haven't seen that in a while. Well, I wonder, I do wonder. No one's seeing, this is the better brand of football in Chicago right now, I'll just tell you that much. If we're going to be honest, 62. I didn't even know the Bears were playing. The Bears That's my question. That's my question, right? 62,000 purchase tickets, obviously hoping to see Messi. Doesn't show up. Little Dirk might not be the reason they stayed. But do you think this was good enough to maybe draw some more fans to the Chicago Fire? Really? Yeah. Because... The whenever you go to a game and there's goals and you your team wins convincingly, mm -hmm. you're like, I, I'm sure there's a bunch of people are like, whoa, they're yeah, you know how many eyes, which is crazy. There was probably oh, yeah. people that were going to go see the Chicago Fire for the very first time. Yes, and Messi didn't show there's up. There's 62,000 people. Yes, some people saw it, the right. For the first it time. wasn't it wasn't the spectacle that you were expecting. But Chicago gave you the spectacle that, that you finally came for. And you're like, oh. It was worth it at the end can, of the day. We can have something they, here. They yeah. make the playoffs, and they said, hey, you know what? They were pretty good against Miami. Let's go watch them in the playoffs. I think, I think there'll be bigger crowds. How many of that 62 would you guess too. would come back? 5,000? 6,000? 58? <laughs> hey, Soldier Calm Field, down. mind you, Soldier Field <laughs> is very difficult to, to, to fill. It, it, it's an NFL stadium. Right. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. So, for, but it's for downtown. Something I think for a playoff is, game, you could get thirty thousand in there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. The only People times that turn up. in a soccer game, the times that I've seen it full for the Mexican national team. Yeah. That was there for All Star. Yeah, Real Madrid versus MLS All Stars. That was cute. Yeah, it was. It was. No, but with Baltimore, they were playing in Bridgeview, weren't they? Yeah. I, I think they may have played a few games. Oh, okay. Lovely Bridgeview. I don't remember. Yay! 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 Never want to go back there. Not again. nice. No. Not Where? Nice. You prefer Naperville or Bridgeview. Bridgeview? Do you prefer Naperville? Naperville? <laughs> Naperville. Naperville. <laughs> Naperville is watching Chicago Fire halfway through this season. I'll take Naperville over Bridgeview any day. Just throw that out there. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. at the upcoming matches. We have a couple right here on the Galazzo Network. Sporting CP taking on Atalanta, Villarreal versus Rennes, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Galazzo Network. Uh, we've also got some great ones. Athens versus Ajax, Marseille, Brighton, and uh, obviously the one I'm very excited about, Liverpool hosting Union San Gilwaz at 3 p.m. You can watch all these matches on Paramount+. Plus. Let's first dive into uh, that Marseille-Brighton match because... It's been not good for Marseille. They are winless in their last five matches. Marcelino resigned a couple of weeks ago. Gennaro Gattuso named the new head coach. So there's just been, there's been a lot of adversity around this team as of late, Nico. Um, yeah. Kind of what's the, take the temperature of Marseille right now. It's very hot. And what about Brighton on the other hand? Me. They're kind of in poor form. Obviously, their project and the big picture for Brighton is great. It's a little um, bit more stable than it is uh, for, at Marseille. Sure. There's talks about Zidane coming in, the Saudis buying them so, 100%. There's a lot going on with Marseille. And now you bring in a nice stabilizing calm force like a Gennaro Gattuso. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mar Mar What's his famous quote? I'm not going to say on TV. <laughs> Turns out you're not allowed to. Um, <laughs> listen, in this group, everything has imploded a little bit because it's not just them. It's Ajax also a point apiece in match day one. Ajax, we've already talked about it at length on the show. Um, for both teams panic. who are, it's, it's, it just it it feels panic? like there's no stability. Yeah, are we panicking at Brighton? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Marseille, Marseille for Ajax. sure. Oh, yeah. Both, both okay. I think dire situations. I think Ajax a bit more because there's a disconnect with the fan base that seems a bit wider than what you have at Marseille. I think Marseille fans are kind of done with this period of not being one of the top, especially in Ligue 1. But Ajax, they're just finding out that they're not the top anymore in the Eredivisie, which is a little bit more difficult to, uh, to handle. As far as Brighton, you have two losses in a row. That's not a comfortable place to be if you are Deserby. We haven't really seen Deserby deal with this type of adversity yet at Brighton, especially with how difficult they've, they've sort of been playing in uh, European competition. Two losses in a row, and then the match they won loss, right? Yeah. That, I mean, having lost at home in your European debut and then have to, having to go to the Velodrome, I expect those students to be just as hot as the situation at Marseille. You know, if, if you can correct, right the ship, you do it by answering on the pitch. 
And again, this place, we've seen how it is in Europe, and not only in Europe, in, in, in big games. Yeah. The this place is intimidating during a friendly. The winners Never are going to be... Never mind Europe. We, we've seen a, a lot of tension build from the stands onto the field, and as long as the players can respond, they, in this summer, they reinforced their squad significantly, and they didn't make Champions League, getting knocked out in Champions League by Panathinaikos, I think is the one that beat them, in, in the playoff, was just not a good look. It's like, first thing on the docket, failed. So then you start, you, you start the season, it's not been good. So Europa League, at least you need to come up with a response in Europe where Marseille has not been good at. But this oh. is why you went out and got a player like Obama Yang, who, you know, for all the negatives of the past few seasons, he shines in big moments, especially towards the beginning of the season. This is where you want a player like him to shine. I think of a player like uh, Iliman uh, Ndaye, who has, the, has you know, the skill set to play striker or on the wing. Maybe he can shine out for the team. But that's why you go out and get some of these bigger name players, some of these more established veterans, is to shine in moments like this. Something that, you know, other than, um, who's, the, who's the dude who went from uh, Liverpool to Brighton? I can't remember his name now. Um, Milner? Yes. Other than him, who's really your veteran presence at Brighton? Uh, Lewis Dunk? Maybe. Okay, Dunk, sure. But what I'm saying is you don't have, like, a, an established winner there, where, as you do at, uh, at Marseille. The problem with, with Brighton right now is, well, they took an absolute beating from Aston Villa, uh, 6-1. And, and that, that puts you in, in a weird position. Ansu Fadi has, has looked good since he's come from Barcelona. He's getting... I think, acquainted with his teammates' tendencies. Mm -hmm. he, he's, a, he's a talented player, and I think Deserby will get the most out of him. But in terms of defensively, Brighton haven't looked good. And, and, and Estupanyan is going to be out for an extended amount yeah. of time. That's a massive loss. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who can fill in and do what he's able to do, providing so much service down the left flank, attacking, transition. He's been phenomenal. One, of, one player that I think is probably the next Brighton player to go because he's been so good. Now, without him, I think Brighton are going to have to – they have some big questions ahead of this match. They still got gonna, the weapons, though. And if – go ahead. I just okay. want to talk about Liverpool. Oh. I don't care. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Fair. No, they're like 30 seconds, and I'm like, no, we're talking yeah. about Liverpool. Um, yeah, so I, this is – the big story is obviously the distraction about uh, this VAR controversy, and mm. they've got this match against um, Union Saint-Gelois. It's a reunion of the McAllister brothers, Kevin and Alexis, mm -hmm. facing Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister of Home Alone. Oh my gosh! But um, I think, like, my big question for them is just like, how do you kind of like put to bed all the drama that has been? surrounding this club with all the conversations and the just the controversy about it. And you like, are levels above your competition in this. That's how you put it to bed. You show up and you show out. I'm, I'm not worried for Liverpool. I understandably so. You guys feel definitely done wrong by. How do you say that? Wrong done by? Now I confuse you. You guys definitely feel wronged, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, after what happened, but I'm not right, worried. Rightfully so. I'm not, rightfully, yeah. but I'm not the, worried. The players for in the locker room, Liverpool, the, the, you go into it motivated thinking, to keep yeah, on winning because we, you guys have been playing. We great. scored a goal that was valid. Yeah. So it's not. There's no panic. Jurgen Klopp, we know how good he is at managing his team. So they're just going to go out and he's going to say, play with freedom. Be aggressive. Play with the intensity. The, the intensity I know we can play with, and we can play anyone off the park in this competition when we play at our best. So I think from that standpoint, it's just 
Let's keep going. Yeah. I, I know you're angry. I, don't I know, just want but, it to be. I don't want it to be a distraction. But it will, I, it, it it will be. You've only ever lost you, once to Belgian competition. I think you're going to be fine. I think it's just it's a distraction for the supporters. Yeah. But not you, for the. Guys but it's something. It's a chip on your shoulder if you're the team now. A little something to build around. You have to prove it. Hey, Liverpool. We talked about before the Spurs game. Liverpool got has gotten off to an incredible start to the season. And mind you, you were seconds away seconds from away getting from an incredible. You know how much yeah. I would have oh. boosted yeah. if, it, if it didn't even boost them already. Being two men, like, come on. No, and after that match, I mean, you saw them. They were pounding yeah. their chest. They were really it's, proud of the, the effort move, that they put out. And, and, and look how they supported it. Matip. He, yeah. he, that's a hor horrendous oh, own goal. I felt horrendous. Gutting. But I, I love the, the, the unity that this, this team has to be able to pick him up in that low moment where everyone was gutting it out to get a result. They deserved it. And I, I think when you see a team respond in that manner, it's it's a fantastic uh, group. <sighs> oh, good luck, Unanya. Unanya, Sanjoaz. Best of luck, Kevin bon McAllister. Bon chance. It's <laughs> a good one. Um, all right, let's uh, take a break. Before we do, here's a quick look at the Conference League matches that we have to look forward to. Aston Villa taking on Zrinski at 12.45 p.m. Eastern. We've got Fiorentina versus Ferenc Varosh and uh, Azed Alkmar versus Legia. Um, we're going to take a break. We are going to chat some Copa Libertadores when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome back. Well, it's always a good thing when two of my favorite things combine, and that being reality TV and soccer. Um, this is very exciting because uh, we are about to welcome in a guy who is a contestant on Love is Blind, which is one of the best reality shows out there right now. Nico's girlfriend, Mariana, will attest. But he also happens to play for a soccer team called Sharktopus, who have advanced in the U.S. Open Cup qualifiers, and Kwame Apia joins us now. This is so very exciting. Kwame, welcome to Morning Footy. You're joining us from Seattle. It's still apparently dark there, um, but we are absolutely thrilled to have you on right now. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. How's everybody doing? We're great. We're great. We're even better now. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna. There's so much to touch on here. I could literally chat to you for hours, but I wanna I wanna talk about Sharktopus. Okay. Because this name is just <laughs> it's 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 wonderful. It's outrageous. It's quirky. How did that come about? How did the team come about? And like, who is the brains behind Sharktopus? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I can't give you too much deep history because I've only been here for about a year and a half. Uh, but the brains behind the operation is a guy named Leo, Leo uh, Asinen, I think that's how I pronounce his last name. Um, and uh, the funny thing about how I joined this team was when you're filming Love is Blind, you, you know, you move to a, a city. Well, for me, I moved to Seattle because I was living in Portland at the time. And uh, one of the contestants along with me, his name is Jimmy. 
And he said, hey, I play for a soccer team, you know, like if you want to play with us when you're around. And I think the first thing that goes off for most people who are, I think, played at a decent level at a high level is, oh, cool. Like you play for a soccer team. I'll come play with you guys. And then when I did, I found out they were actually really freaking good. And so I, get, I told them, I said, hey, um, I might be moving to Seattle. And at that point in time, you can't tell any details. And they're like, OK, well, are you here for work? I'm like, something like something that. Something like that. Um, yeah. Was his name Jimmy Conrad by chance? The guy you were talking to? <laughs> Always recruiting. Always recruiting. Uh, no, but yeah, that's how it all panned out. So started with Shark Groups about a year and a half ago. Uh, while I was filming and, you know, once I transitioned and, and moved to Seattle, told them, hey, I'll stick around, definitely want to play. Um, and, yeah, we've, we've kind of been rocking things ever since. Yeah. <laughs> wow, those are the Sharktopus kits. Amazing. Okay. Oh, that's great. Hey. Kwame, tell me so your background good. a little bit with soccer. First off, what position do you play? I'm a striker. You're a striker. Lefty or righty? Yes. Uh, so it's a right-left-handed, shoot right-footed. Okay. Um, and so there's kind of a weird balance. I, I can I feel like I can shoot volleys better with my left, but if I'm off the if I'm taking it off the ground, I'm probably better with my right. So it's a weird ambidextrous thing going on. Nice. Let's okay. Throws off the defender. So, like, so right. you said you went from Portland to Seattle, obviously big yeah. big major league soccer rivalry. Are you a Timbers <laughs> guy or a Sounders guy? So I grew up in D.C. Um, and. When I first started watching, you know, a lot more MLS footy, it was right when uh, I think it was a big push because Clint Dempsey had come back around. Okay. And so, yes. And so that was back in the days when uh, the Sounders were kind of, I mean, the Sounders have been, I would say, probably the, one of the best, most consistent MLS teams around. And they were just like really fun to watch. So I, I would say I've definitely had my loyalties at the Sounders prior to even moving to the West Coast. Okay. And so that's, yeah, that was an easy transition for me. DC United fans not happy right now, I'll tell you that right (laughs) now. Very, very upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk talk to them later. I want to ask, because obviously, you know, we've looked at some of your history and you have a, uh, you know, a strong connection to Ghana, Ghanaian background. Uh, You met your parents a little bit later in life. But to your connection with Ghana, do you have a favorite Ghanaian player? Uh, Essien by far. Uh, yeah. That was right, right when I, right when I became a full-out Chelsea fan. Um, I, I so I started you know playing soccer way later in life. I started playing uh, my junior year of, of high school, and so I didn't have kind of all the technical abilities and all the background and like all the following and understanding all the parts about soccer. But I remember when I got to college, um, it was like my sophomore year. And I'm watching a, a game. It's a team called Chelsea versus a team called Manchester United. And um, it's like, what, 2-0 in like the 80th minute. And then a guy named Frank Lampard scores a goal. And the guy named Essien scores a goal. And then a guy named Drogba scores a goal. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these guys are amazing. And that guy's gone in. And, yeah, I fell in love with them there. But it all started with seeing that Essien was on the team and that they were amazing. So, yeah, Essien's my favorite guy. I did rehab sure. uh, with Michael Essien. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Wow. I got yeah. to know him really well in France and a great guy. I mean, always uh-huh. like a bubbly personality, happy uh, and grateful for life. So It's, it's just, I dude. find it interesting that he fell in love with Chelsea and then he fell in love with Chelsea. On, on the show. show. <laughs> I was blind. 
I, I'm, I'm seeing some real synergy there, Kwame. I, I, I gotta, okay, we've, we've chatted enough soccer. Imagine I gotta, there was a woman named like Scunthorpe on the, <laughs> the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm so curious about life in the pods on, on Love is Blind because it's just, it's such uh -huh. a weird concept. So for people that don't know, basically, there are all these contestants and you have conversations while you're in these pods and you can't see the other person. You are separated by a wall. And so you're making connections mm -hmm. based solely on conversations and that's it. You cannot see these people. So how, like, how long, like your first conversation with Chelsea, for example, how yeah. long did that last? Um, so early stages of, uh, you know, our speed dating, we'll call it, um, eight minutes. That's it's not it? a whole lot of time. <laughs> it's not a whole lot of eight time. Eight minutes is all you have um, to decide if that's eight eight all there's more rounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> imagine that, Good like eight Lord. minutes and we got to propose. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, I mean, it starts at eight minutes and then kind of just increases as time goes on. And the good thing is you start, you know, with dating all 15 people. Um, and then as time goes on, you know, you get more time with the people that you're connecting with more. So, yeah, there's definitely a good amount of time towards the end. But in the beginning, it's like rapid shuffle. It's like, how are you remembering? Like, I see you guys with the notebooks in there and you're, are you legitimately taking notes out and be like, oh, hell nah. Like, no hard pass. Like, what does that look like? You know what? I'm going to go off camera for like two seconds. Oh, he's got his notebook, I bet. Oh, my God. If someone Does he says, really? Hey, I don't eat food. Ah, okay. There it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Yep, no, no, pages and pages. Yeah. And so, like yeah, love letters to Chelsea. Right. Someone says Nigerian oh, jollof like, rice is better. You're like yeah, scratch. You're like no. Shorty <laughs> off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that's preposterous because no one would ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you and Chelsea, just to be clear, you guys are still together and happy and yes. everything's good? Yeah, she's sleeping in the other room right now. Um, Is that how you guys uh, still talk to each other in the other room? So you keep the vibe going? <laughs> <laughs> Turn the lights off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Okay, Kwame, we, uh, we want to play in, a, in sort of a, a love is blind fashion. We want to play a game with you where, okay, we know that yeah. you're a Chelsea fan. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not been going well for them. So let's say you're in the market for a new yeah. team. We are going yeah. to blindly pitch you a club. Mm -hmm. We won't reveal what it is, but based on our sort of pitches and our like selling ourselves to you, selling our club to you, you have to select one. All right, you ready for this? I think Char yes. or Nico, you're going first. I'm starting. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Nico's going to give right. you a pitch. Kwame, like me, my club mm -hmm. also speaks with an accent. So this has got a little bit of an international vibe going for it. Mm -hmm internationally great. We started working class, right? We started working class, but now our history has allowed us to be strong. So whatever you want, we can buy it for you. Hey, look, we haven't produced the most, the more recognizable players from our country, but the ones that are very recognizable, they're legends, folkloric. They're the ones that say, mm, I fell in love with the game because of this guy. And you know what? Beautiful colors, beautiful atmosphere. It's a place you want to be. We'll treat you right. Ooh. 
Good pitch. Ooh. Yeah. Good pitch. You can't be talking about a club that I know that you support. Uh, yeah. um, so Charlie's pitches up. Yeah, Kwame. Mine's okay. also international and, and has different mm-hmm. accents. And it's <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a the UN that yeah you might as well. it's a team that you want to get behind because it's they're all playing for a purpose and a passion to represent the one thing unifying all of them and and it's a young team that you want to get behind knowing that the biggest thing that's lying ahead of them that they're all trying to to play in and participate in and achieve. The biggest goal is here on home soil, just in, let's say, about three years or so. <laughs> so you, you have this big thing you're working towards that everyone hmm. is, is going to be supporting and coming together, and you, you, you just want to fight for it. I had the opportunity to, to bleed red, white, and blue, <laughs> wow. and so I wow. hope that you will support this, this team. This will be your team moving forward because... There's nothing sweeter than being the team to make history. Wow. wow. That's more like Beautiful. love is 2020, the way you explained it. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine, I'll make mine short and sweet. Uh, you're already a fan of a team in this city, and I don't want you to have to move like this show made you move, okay? Uh, we've had some greats. We've had what I would say is probably the smoothest, coolest player in the history of the game, who as soon as he put his socks over the knees, I immediately knew I was hooked. And we went an entire season without losing a game. And I think if you pick this team together, we'll be invincible. Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) All right, Kwame, last but not least, I'm going to give you my pitch. Uh, Look, this is historically uh, one of the most celebrated teams in Europe. 19 league titles, six Champions League titles. They're typically a contender in Europe. Had a rough season last year and uh, not playing in Champions League right now, but um, they're really showing some some positive signs this year. We have one of the most charismatic managers in all of football. We play at one of the cathedrals of the game and have one of the most beautiful anthems ever. And I will tell you, Kwame, that if you support this team, you will never walk alone in life. (laughs) So... (laughs) Kwame, with that, having heard all of the pitches, um, which team would you be most excited to, uh, to spend the rest of your life with? Oh <laughs> I did notice your eyes roll when I said we didn't lose a game all season. You smacked his lips. <laughs> no, bro. He's like, get that out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imme- immediately walked away from that one. Um, no, but, um, you know, hey, um, I love the club legends um, and the in- invincible uh, kind of uh, uh, reference. Um, I, it narrows down to two, I think, and Chelsea fans and all other fans are going to hate this when I say this, but if I wasn't a Chelsea fan due to the manager and due to the players, um, which Sadio Mane was one of my favorite players mm. to ever watch. Uh, Salah was one of my favorite players yeah. to ever watch. So live- Liverpool would have been the choice. choice. (laughs) Hold on, but I got to say this. um, Without even having too much context, Nito's description, man, your team sounds like just a sexy team. Right? I I just like, like, I'm like, wow, these, I 
I think I want. I'm going to go with Nico's team. Well, I'm going to say oh, you're I mean, a Chelsea okay. fan, so get ready for disappointment. You got to go to Argentina to a Boca Juniors game, one of the most successful teams in world football in Argentina, playing an international semifinal today. Welcome aboard to the Boca Juniors train, Kwame. Uh, we're there. We're there. <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, Boca's a team like you United have, you States have like a, national you have team, Kwame. You can't get behind a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> you marry Liverpool. You have the flame. Hey, you guys with, were too explicit. Boca. I gave him a little bit of curiosity to did. play with. You did. You did. Yeah. Oh, listen, <laughs> he, gave, he, gave, he gave a little embellishment, too. We're international. <laughs> <laughs> Second most successful what? team in the world. It was a great pitch. It was a great pitch. Yeah, it was fair. a great pitch. Uh, Kwame, thank you so much. Hey, best of luck in the U.S. Open Cup qualifiers. We are all Sharktopus fans from here on out. <laughs> yes, let's go Sharktopus. I got to get a kit for Footy yes. Kit Friday and rock it. Oh, 100%. We just released some new kits, I think, a day or two ago. Ooh. And now they're the kind of, Yeah, Ooh, they're, they're super. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, is that Olive and York? Yo, Olive that's clean. Yes. Olive and York makes some dope kids. Shouts to Olive and York. That is awesome. Wow. Yeah, Kwame. Okay, apparently we, we these need are to rock on sale these. now. And guess who is going to get their hands on one? This girl right here. Kwame, <laughs> you're the best. We appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, best of luck to you and Chelsea as well. True love never dies. Thank you. Yeah, I hope that, I hope uh, it goes better with your girl Chelsea than it does with the club Chelsea. <laughs> 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 oh, man, you guys. All right, y'all. See you, Kwame. Thank, Thank you. you all right, guys, we're going to take bye. a break. That was so fun. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm busted. That was so what your wheelhouse. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my world's colliding. Oh. All, all that I needed was break. Jason Tindall interrupting the interview. Honestly, that would have been too much for me. Um, no, Jurgen. Stop it right now. Getting me all excited. Um, we, I promised that we were going to talk about Copa Libertadores. Yeah. Um, and now we are after Vamos! the Vamos! Vamos! <laughs> Hip-hop takes the stand in the new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases. Every song, every lyric, every video that you've ever been involved with, they're going to use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Libertadores semifinal action. Here's a look at the updated bracket. Fluminense punched their ticket to the final after a 2-1 win over Internacional. They win 3-4 on aggregate. Uh, they will face the winner of Boca and Palmeiras. Oh, my gosh. Tonight. And apparently is Nico it, is getting on a plane. Is it Fluminense Palmeiras or is it Fluminense Boca oh Juniors. Fluma Juniors? Listen, it was a big win yesterday for Fluminense. It was awesome to watch because it came down to the wire. Inter, uh, Inter went up 1-0 early on. They should have put Fluminense away. Ener Valencia had so many opportunities to make it to. They brought him here for international success. It was outstanding the amount of misses that they had it, and it's like you know typical you don't score you get scored on they brought on John Kennedy John Kennedy uh, straight up that's How his name that? John Kennedy Kennedy yeah so they brought him on the game gave me some change changed the game and 
I mean, he scored, and then he assisted Germán Cano, who is the top goal scorer of the Copa Libertadores. And now Fluminense get to play the final at their house. It was already pre-established. It will be in the Maracana in Rio Janeiro. So now it's... Uh, okay, it, how are you building It would be bigger than Flufla. It will, because they've never yeah. won. Fluminense has never <laughs> won. This is huge. Flufla. They're going to fill the stadium. It'll be... It, it's it's going to be... I hope Boga wins. Again, like I said last week, Boga should have won the first leg. They were better than Palmeiras. That surprised me. I was surprised with how bad Palmeiras was. I expected them to be much more intimidating, much more dynamic, and they threatened very little. It's going to be a different Palmeiras. You signed Cavani for this moment. Who hasn't been good. You signed Cavani for this moment. He has to come good in this Palmeiras versus Fluminense is going to be an amazing Are you going to put on the Boga (laughs) shirt for this one? I'm going to be at the airport. Yeah, I know, but you airport, doesn't mean you can't no, just fly to the game. Go Show the world. <laughs> You're going to rock it in the airport? Yeah, I might as well. Come so on, they, So they understand Your my passion. Your team needs you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they need everything. Yeah. It's, By the way, my, I suffer. I suffer. It's I, I, got, I got heat for my pitch. My wife, Nina, she wrote, that was a horrendous oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Nina. We love that you're watching, too. She's the best. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, enjoy all the soccer tonight. Nico, good luck to Boca. We're thinking of you. <laughs> no, we're not. Day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>